Did we press record? No, we probably need to press record. <laughs> did you on say, the video. Did you say you were going to... Oh, are we already started? I mean, we already started a little bit, but you know, let me go press record real quick. Okay, because I have to disconnect again with my hair. <laughs> it's getting too serious over here. Now, is there anything that you don't want me to talk about or ask you a question about? No, you can talk to me about everything. Okay. You can talk to me about my breakup, too. Okay. I already want to know. Yeah, so you might as well get into it. <laughs> Give yourself a chance for a, a longer winded uh-huh. answer. Yep. Perfect. Okay. Well, welcome to the Jessica Arevalo podcast. I am your host, Danny McPhail, and I am joined as always, well, not really as always since it's the first time, by the lovely Jessica Arevalo. Jess, how you doing? I'm doing good. Yeah? I'm excited for this podcast. I know, it's in your name, so hopefully you're excited about it. Yeah, I've actually bought this stuff like how long ago? In May? (laughs) In May? No, I think think the return eligible was May. Oh. (laughs) (laughs) I was like, Danny, I got all this podcast stuff. Let's do it. Because <laughs> yeah. Danny's a huge podcast listener. Yeah. That's all he does is listen, listen to podcasts. So you hang out with me for what? How many minutes before I mention a podcast? Uh, yeah, right away. <laughs> I love podcasts. Hi, I'm, my name is Danny. I listen to podcasts. <laughs> yes. I love podcasts. I'm always talking about it. I've always wanted to do it. And Jessica expressed some interest in starting a podcast. And I was like, ooh, ooh, me. Can I help? Please, please, please. And she was like, oh, okay, fine, Danny. You're short, but it's okay. I did okay. not say no. fine. I was actually excited. I was like, because yeah. I'm the type of person that like I like questions being asked because when I'm in front of a camera, I tend to get lost in what I'm saying. Mm-hmm. So like if you if someone asks me questions or like it more interview style, I'm better at being more like focused on what we're focused. going. And I yeah, can kind of exactly. rein you back in. I can exactly. rein you in. Yes. So uh, we are also hopefully recording <laughs> to YouTube. <laughs> so uh, hello, all YouTubers that are, are watching as well. We'll get better too yeah. with the setup and We're stuff, but we it. just wanted to kick this off already because yeah. it's been a long time that we've been talking about it. I think both of us and especially, you know, I mean, especially me, but I know you've expressed the same thing where you're like, I just need to start it and we can always yeah. get better then as we, get we better. go. So yeah. I guarantee this will this will get better. And, you know, we, what's the great what's great about this podcast and what's great about kind of Jess is uh, you're always like down to, to try new things. And we're going to get into that a little bit. Um, all of the new things, the, the key is kind of reining it into, you know, actually getting there and doing it. And, and getting so, it done. Yeah. Yeah. So this is something that hopefully we're going to be doing at least once a week and uh, we'll be able to put it up on YouTube. We'll have it as a podcast. You'll be able to kind of, you'll find it, you know, wherever podcasts, uh, you, wherever you listen to your podcast as well. So, um, but the main thing that we kind of wanted to talk about today, I know Jess, you wanted to say was uh, just really kind of talk about an update done life you know it's you've you've been a little dark um as far as like you know you've there's been a lot dark as far as how much you're sharing you haven't posted as many youtubes recently and um you've got a lot going on i think the biggest thing is because you've been working your tail off yeah for with like the new projects yeah with launched. all the new projects yeah. and you don't do anything uh like chill so you're like hey i got an idea instead of launching one you know massive multi multi you know million dollar style project uh why don't we just launch like 11 <laughs> at the same time so no see these are things i've been working on for like close to four years now and everything kind of just happened because covid happened and everything stopped like the manufacturers mm-hmm. everything stopped And then everything kind of just started going again. And then all the projects kind of lined up next to each other for launch dates. So, well, let's get into that. I I feel like that's kind of a great place to start because I know you've been really excited about that. So you are launching how many projects? 
Um, so right now I coach, um, and I do challenges as well. So mm-hmm. I coach thousands of women throughout the year. Um, so I just really wanted and that's to, been, and that's been constant. Yeah, and, that's been constant. And you just finished one, right? Um, yeah, the challenge just finished yeah. and now we're getting ready to, we're prepping to launch for the biggest challenge of the year, which is the black, uh, Friday challenge. Okay. Um, so Keep an eye out for that because it's going to be the cheapest it's been, and you are going to get a lot more um, for your more bang for your buck. Yeah, <laughs> but I'm really excited about it because I've actually never had an actual website. I'm the type of person that I'm a huge. I'm not a procrastinator, but I'm I'm a perfectionist. Mm-hmm. So like nothing ever is good enough for me. So it takes me a long time to launch things. Um, so the jessicarevlo.com website actually has never been officially launched. And I've had that name for like probably seven, seven to eight years, something (laughs) like that. I've had a landing page for the coaching, but it's been very minimal. So I just wanted to definitely give everything like a facelift and just bring it better. Um, so that's one of the projects I've been working on. Um, I now have a project manager, executive mm-hmm. assistant. That is your girlfriend, yes. Amy. And Shout she's amazing. Amy. <laughs> Amy Thompson. Um, and then I also, um, am launching my apparel line that I've been working hard on for the last four years. And there has been a lot of ups and downs with that. And then the supplement line is also being launched. Um, and then I have a secret project that I'm not actually going to talk about Ooh. just yet, but that's that'll be launched mid 2021. Okay. Um, but the apparel is set to launch in January. We do have a date, but I'm not exactly going to say it yet because we're waiting on a couple answers. And then the supplement line should be launched February, March. Okay. So yeah, everything kind of just happened all at once. So what's up with the website? So uh, I know with like coaching and all of that, how how is that going to shift or change? Is it just everything's a little more dialed or what's what's kind of the because why is exactly why exactly did you wait seven to eight years to like (laughs) because I was working with the was working with the website team and then I just never liked what they were coming up with so I never hired anybody after that okay so I paid for it and then it kind of just stopped and then um I was doing a lot of things manually so then um somebody had made a landing page for me which is which was okay, but it wasn't, yeah. you know, the level of um, how many girls I have and stuff like that. I just wanted my brand to look better and be better. Yeah. So that's the whole thing behind, you know, launching um, the website, just making everything easier, kind mm-hmm. of a lot more detailed than what you're going to get as far as my coaching and my challenges go. And that's been something that you and I have talked about in the past as well, which I love kind of your journey on this was you really started doing a lot of things on your own. Everything was like you, you were always hiring people that you would then train like in everything you knew. So if, so I know in this season, this has been a big stretch, uh, not only, um, just with you kind of letting go because you are a perfectionist and you're kind of having to trust more people, but also like it's financially you're, you're having to kind of, you know, it's, it's, it's a big step. I know all across the board. And I know you recently hired like uh, a media um, or uh, a whole marketing yeah, Lance, team. Yes. Yeah. And a whole marketing team. Mm-hmm. And like, how has that process been for you kind of, and you know, just where's that at? So normally I've, well, I've, I actually quit my desk job. Like I would say like eight years ago, uh, probably about, yeah, about eight years ago. Um, and I started coaching 
What was the question again? <laughs> Hiring a media co- media company, going <laughs> in and letting go. <laughs> maybe um, you should take a, maybe and, you should take and a so, sip. <laughs> yeah, so Danny has me drinking Michelob Ultra. So yeah. cheers. What's up? Cheers to our first <laughs> podcast. Yeah. I'll drink to that. Michelob Ultra, 95 calories, because mm-hmm. I am watching my diet now. Um, so You know, it's with, the end with of all the day, I'm tired. Okay, my brain is fried. Yeah, that's um, why you get to chill. It's okay. You can talk. So about, basically, yeah. I um, quit my desk job, and I've been my own boss for the last several years. Yeah. and I've never really answered to anybody. So, mm-hmm. like, what people don't get about entrepreneurship and working for yourself is, is you have to be disciplined, or else nobody else is going to get the job done. Like, you are relying solely on yourself to have an income. You are basically your career, your brand. Um, So now hiring um, a marketing team and then also a project manager, I'm on conference calls throughout the days um, because I have different teams for different projects. So that has been the last month. That has been a huge change for me because normally – I don't have appointments with people. <laughs> I have appointment appointments with myself yeah. on the computer. And it's as much as I'm motivated that day to work or create content. How's um, that been? Do you like that? Like that you now have people telling you, hey, I need you on a call? Like, I mean, I do because I knew I was going to get to a point to where me, you know, sourcing out, first of all, sourcing out all the manufacturers, sourcing out um, the brand development side of it, being the only investor in these companies because that was like my dream was to have these companies, but I didn't want to give any percentage of the companies away. I wanted to invest all of my savings um, and I wanted to be sole owner yeah. of these companies, which I am Yeah. so far. <laughs> <laughs> but now hiring like a marketing team and just teams in general for these projects, you know, there's been a lot of uh, money going out, which yeah. has definitely, there's been days where I'll kind of procrastinate to make payments because mm-hmm. I'm like, whoa, like there's a lot of money going out now. And I've already invested so much money on the back end for the brand development part of it um, that I have, you know, there was, there, there has been a lot of like fear there, you know, mm-hmm. cause it's like, okay, this is all my saving. You're seeing savings. those little like com- the comma and you're like, wait a second, yeah. I got the comma. I always used to call it the comma. <laughs> my livelihood. Yeah. So I even told like certain people, I was like, yeah. hey, break up those payments for me because I actually yeah. feel better about breaking them up yeah. instead of just sending these lump sums because it's a lot. People don't understand how much time and money like yeah. goes into these things. Yeah. You know, well, like the, so for example, I, I feel like the, the apparel launch, that's something that, I mean, even the day I met you a year and a half ago, <laughs> it, it was like you were talking about the apparel launch and you're already like, I'm already working with all these people and like I've got this stuff and then it's like yeah. a year later. But I know that you've been, you know, you how many different uh, like versions of your apparel have you had? So when I first started designing, like um, I kind of just thought, inside the box because I'm thinking, okay, what do I like? What's going to look good on my body? Mm-hmm. And the funny thing is, is I've already designed three different full collections. Yeah. Okay. The time <laughs> that goes into one piece and getting it perfected takes, could take anywhere from six months to a year. Yeah. Like it's no joke. 
Um, and I definitely underestimated that because I didn't go to school to design. Um, I just know what I like. And I work with one other person. Her name's Roxy. She's a designer and she has experience in the fashion world. So, um, so anyway, so I, we've been working on this together for four years <laughs> and, um, I've went through a couple manufacturers as well because uh, I realized like, wow, this manufacturer is taking way too long when I'm getting samples back. It's not what I said. And you have to be extremely detailed and you can't miss one thing because if I note something like, hey, this seam needs to be changed or I needed this taken off a half inch and they don't do that for the next sample, then I got to wait anywhere from three to four weeks for another sample and each sample costs me money you know you're talking like $50 to $100 per sample um so when I first started designing I was designing more for myself because I'm more fashion forward Mm -hmm. Um, but I realized with the big apparel companies that you really do need to be able to dress an extra extra small size and up to a triple XL size so a one shoulder you know um sports bra is not going to yeah. You know, somebody that has way bigger breasts than I do, like they're not going to want to wear that in the gym. Yeah. Um, so I had to really start thinking outside the box and thinking like, okay, I have to design for a way broader mm-hmm. audience. Um, but within these big launches um, that I'll be launching, I'm also going to have mini launches. And it's kind of like a thing that I've made up um, in my mind because there's no such thing as like a mini launch. But these are going to be a lot more like fashion forward, bright, yeah, kind of more like crazy so or like, like drops, like kind of you're yeah. Doing like a little and like, but th- oh. that's gonna be my real. That's where my yeah. real passion at okay. is at is like those bright colors. Like I love fashion, but yeah. sometimes that's a little bit too fashion forward for yep. for most people. Um, so I still get to design more basic stuff, but then also go into like yeah. more fashion forward stuff. Yeah. So I'm really excited about that. Because that first launch is going to have really kind of more of your core essentials, like yeah. getting it all done. Yeah, the bigger launches are going to have more like, you know, the sports bra that's going to fit everybody. And then the mini launches are going to be like, okay, if somebody likes more fashion forward stuff and more things that pop and mm-hmm. more more things that are just trending, yeah. then they'll like that as well. Okay. But there'll be more limited quantity on those things. Yeah. Um, yeah. What uh, do you want to talk about? What you're coming out with, or do you um, want that to be a surprise? Oh yeah, the new the Project X. Um, no, 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 not the Project X. I'm saying like the actual what what do you um what clothes are you coming out with? So is it like pants, shorts, oh, a shirt? Um, uh, yeah. So you know when you when you start off with we can go I can go into this for days, but when you start off with an actual launch, um, you have like you know anywhere from like six to ten designs and then they come back and some of them could just be so far out there Mm -hmm. that you're just like this is going to take forever to to perfect or you try it on you're like huh like okay I don't I don't really like the way this fits off of what you designed so then you kind of start picking and choosing what's really going to go into this collection yeah um so there's going to be five different designs in this, the very first collection. It's called The Journey um, because it's based on just my journey um, and all the pieces are named um, around that. So it's going to be a really cool launch. Um, But there's five different designs, uh, two different colors, two different prints, and then um, two different materials as well. Oh, cool. So that's 
what I'll say about that. But it's it's something. <laughs> so you're not going to give us like. Um, well, it's like, it's like my favorite prints like, actually. Okay. So yeah. it's pretty it's pretty simple, yeah. and that's what I'm saying is like. So people that was might a be able hard... to get a, a hint if they're looking at your stories, <laughs> right? Yeah, exactly. That was a hard <laughs> turn for me that I had to be yeah. like, okay, I can't launch this neon the very <laughs> first launch. Like I got to yeah. pull back and launch more, you know, subtle colors like yeah. a black, a white stuff like that. Yeah. That the mass market's going to buy. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Not everyone's going to buy a, a pair of neon, you know, leggings. That's So that's what I was saying, that I have to be able to, like, kind of please yeah. the mass market instead of just me as being, like, a fashion-forward person. Yeah. Well, and you get your standards, right? So it's like you get your standards that are always available, always kind of at the ready, yeah. you know, for stuff. And then it's like you kind of have your, like, okay, now we have our special drop that's like a, or what did you call mini? Yeah. Mini, mini drops, mini drops, like yeah. mini launches, <laughs> mini and launches, then, yeah, yeah, and then bigger launches, yeah, and so that way you kind of are able to go when somebody's just like checking you out for the first time. They're like, oh, yeah, you know, like wait a second, I'm not going to wear like a cheetah print that's neon green, yeah, <laughs> cheetah exactly. Print. But I mean, although you probably wear that, I would, yeah, neon green, hundred percent, specifically. So can no, you call that no, one the no, Danny? No, not a neon green. No, <laughs> will you call that the Danny <laughs> when you make it? No, come on, maybe okay, <laughs> or a boy space friend. Yeah, that too. <laughs> <laughs> If you uh, if you don't follow her stories, uh, sometimes Jessica posts stories of me that says, uh, "My boy, space friend." Well, because Danny's like one of my best guy friends, so then I'm single now, so everybody's <laughs> like, "Oh my god, is that your new boyfriend?" And I'm so it's like an ongoing joke. I always yeah. put boy space friend, <laughs> space friend, yeah, yeah. And everybody's like, "Oh, Jess, you move on really quick." Yeah. I'm like, "Yeah, so whatever." <laughs> Stuck with a short guy, right? <laughs> no more short guys. No more short guys. No more. <laughs> that's that's the best way to get a relationship is a height requirement, right? <laughs> five ten, silence. five ten or taller. Five ten or taller. Okay, so we've got the apparel launch coming, and uh, you've been excited about that. We've got the, yeah. uh, you know, I know you. That's just, like my baby. That yeah. was. This is I've when I was younger, I wanted to be a fashion designer. Okay. So then when I got into fitness. And then I actually had a couple clothing sponsors and then I just was like, you know what? I just want to do this by myself. So that brings me back to people that follow me. They know I don't post everything under the sun Mm -hmm. just to get paid. Like I actually was like, you know what? I'm just going to say no to sponsorships and I'm actually going to make this my own because I'm going to put my own everything that goes into these projects. I am right there. Like, saying yes and no. And so I 100% believe in these products. Mm -hmm. And I'm not just pushing a product like most people do for a paycheck. Like, I get that. But at the same time, like, I guess I'm too transparent for that. I'm just very transparent. Did you ever do sponsorships? I did. Um, I had in the very beginning. So I started Instagram like nine years ago. And then the very beginning, probably within the first year, I was sponsored um, by NLA Supplements, which is a smaller which was a smaller company then they're bigger now. And then, um, I was actually sponsored by shreds a few years later for probably like three years. And I haven't been sponsored by anybody for the last, probably, I would say like four or five years. Why not? Because I'm going to be launching my own stuff. So the last, so five, four or five years ago, you said, I don't want to accept any more sponsorships. Like you gave them up. Yeah. Why did you only choose those two? Of all the sponsorships, like, why didn't you go? I don't know, because I just feel like when people go on social media, like, all people do is push product. Mm -hmm. And I'm just sharing my life there. Yeah. I don't know. And, like, yeah, I can get paid thousands of dollars for a post, you know, but money just has never really been, you know, the driving factor for me. Mm -hmm. It was more like sharing my life and inspiring people, not like... 
you know filling everybody's feed with spawn con yeah literally yeah. Like, yeah. that's all that's all people do and that's yeah. fine like if that's what you want to do but man i get so annoyed like when yeah. i follow people and that's all they do because yeah you get paid a lot of money that's fine like that's people's mm-hmm. jobs nowadays like before there was nothing called like a an influencer <laughs> now that's an actual career yeah but for the longest time i would tell people oh i I'm just on Instagram or YouTube. Yeah. There was never a name for it until the last couple of years. Yeah. And I've been doing this for nine years now. Yeah. So I was one of like the OG fitness Instagram girls with like Paige Hathaway and like Michelle Lewin. Like yeah. we were like the first um, when Instagram came out. So yeah. yeah, I just, you know, I just, I really, um, I kind of just stick to what I believe in. And I don't know. I just... Like I said, money doesn't really drive me when it comes to that kind of stuff. So I've just kind of just had my head down and just been working on this stuff. Um, and now it's, you know, all coming to life. And now we got launch dates. So that's, that's, it's, a, it's, it's been a huge passion of mine to actually work on my dreams. And then like seeing all this come to life is like, like probably one of the coolest things like I've ever experienced. Yeah. And then supplements, that's been kind of a cool thing for you to kind of learn about, right? Obviously, you're yeah. not a scientist. Yeah. I don't know. Do you have your science degree? No. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but I've so, been around like supplements and I've taken supplements for like a decade. What supplements do you normally take on a daily basis when you're like you know, um, prepping? On a daily basis, I'm probably taking uh, BCAAs. I do take some type of pump pr- uh, product. Um, and then I do like vitamins okay. normally. Yeah. Um, do you do protein? Yeah, I do protein okay. shakes too and protein bars. Okay. Yeah. And then so with this launch, um, with the supplement line, you're launching which pro- – are you talking about those yet? Um, yeah, so we could talk about those. So my supplement line I really wanted – because there's a lot of supplement companies – and I've seen a lot of athletes, like, they say, oh, I take these supplements. They don't take them. Um, so mine, you know, is very um, straightforward. Um, there's no fillers. They're very, it's a very raw, like, formula. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's stuff that I ta- I've i been taking because I've been testing it. So I get, like, you know, jars of it. And I um, test these. I've been testing these out for months now. Um, and then the flavors and the flavoring and stuff is really fun. Um, it's totally different than designing, but, um, yeah, so I'm coming out with a, uh, pre-workout, um, which is going to have caffeine in it and then a, a pre-workout pump product with no caffeine. So the only difference is the caffeine. Um, cause I'm, sometimes I feel like I want caffeine and then sometimes I don't, but also this is a pre-workout that doesn't give you a crash. There's a lot of pre-workouts that overdo the caffeine and it just gives you like a huge crash. So sometimes when I want to just not have any caffeine, I'll do just the pump product. And then when I want caffeine, I'll even, uh, stack them up and do both of them. Oh, okay. Um, and then I'm coming out with a a supplement that's, um, it's a calming supplement. So like I've dealt with anxiety my whole life. Um, so it's just something kind of just to help you out throughout your days and not be as stressed yeah. and a little bit more calming. Um, so I had a couple friends actually try it out and they really liked it. So yeah. I'm really excited for that one. It's called Serenity. Um, okay. so yeah, I won't talk about like the flavors and stuff like that okay, when it comes those ones to, are fun. I know. You've... Yeah, those <laughs> ones are fun. So we'll wait for the launches on that. But, yeah. um, we don't have an exact date set for that one yet. The apparel we do, but the supplement lines like February, March. Okay. So you can see how everything's yeah. just. Also, I should right have asked you this earlier for people watching on YouTube, but, uh, what's up with your arm, bro? 
Oh, I so I tr- I got a tattoo yeah. and it didn't quite work out. I was gonna say they messed uh, up the bottom <laughs> circle. <laughs> um, so I've I got in a car accident a couple mm-hmm. months ago and I've been out of the gym for a couple months, which has probably been one of the hardest things for me. Um, but I've also gained weight throughout quarantine and it's kind of been a topic. Um, as far as my name goes, like on social media. Um, <laughs> so. Anyway, I've been seeing a chiropractor now for the last month, and then I've also started getting uh, cupped and a deep tissue again. So that's what this is. It's cupping. Okay. Um, and I've gotten this done for years. So now nice. I'm back in the gym. I was going to talk that Second you, week you were such back a good, in the gym. You're such a good host because you were segueing yourself into oh, was where, I? I, where I wanted to go. So you got into a car accident. Yeah. Okay. And you got uh, into going 60 miles an hour. Yeah. Somebody went going 60 miles an hour. Ugh. Okay. And then for the first like week you were, I was okay. Yeah. Yeah. And then all of a sudden I woke up one day and I was like, no, I can't do anything. Like yeah. I laid, I laid on the couch literally probably for like two weeks at least. Okay. Um, and I've never experienced su- such like crippling pain in my lower back yeah. like I couldn't even sit up to work because it felt like there was a lot of pressure going on in my lower back um but also it was it was so painful that it was kind of just like a really annoying pain that wouldn't go away it wouldn't let up um that I actually had to go get uh, muscle relaxers from the doctor and I mm-hmm. don't take anything so I only took it like at night to sleep because I was having trouble sleeping um and yeah, and then I mean, it's, I slowly came out of it, but I've been out of the gym for two months and I just got back in the gym last week. Mm-hmm. Um, normally my lift sessions are around an hour, but they were only 30 minutes last week. Yeah. Now this week I've moved to about 40 minutes. Yeah. So. What's that been like though? I mean, you're like, is this, how long has it been since you've gone two months without? Um, there's times where I do go like on and off out of the gym, but, um, this time it was just different because COVID and like, there's not like a lot of stuff to do. So, um, I mean, I don't know. It was just different this time around. Like I just really was just extra grateful that, you know, the pain has pretty much gone away. It's mm-hmm. not like that throbbing feeling anymore, but I'm still being really, really careful, um, in the gym, like doing a lot of body weight stuff, a lot of lightweight stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, I've been going on walks every day, which is kind of like a newfound like exercise for me. Cause I'm not really like the mellow type of cardio yeah. person. I normally am like aggressive on like the you, you, stair You're master. aggressive when yeah. you work out? Yes. I'm yeah. very aggressive. <laughs> <laughs> no way. I'm very aggressive. Yeah. Like I, you know, like I make noises and I scream and I yell and stuff <laughs> like that. Um, but going on a walk like in nature is not normal for me, but I started that way. I started that way because I'm just like, I didn't want to get on the stair mill because I yeah. know I would have turned up. Like I yeah. would have just been like itching to turn up like that incline or like the speed. Yeah. And so walking is like, you know, it's just very like, I don't know. It's just, it's like easy on my body. Yeah. So, yeah. And the, and you, I know you mentioned a little bit too, like the walks have been like all of a sudden you're like, I almost have this like meditate, meditative. Literally. Because <laughs> you're walking for like 45 minutes and like you don't even realize it's 45 minutes. So yeah. I set my... Th- um, timer for like 23 minutes, um, on this bike path that's right behind the gym. So it's super easy just to jump on. And then, um, I turn around at like 23 minutes and go back the other way, 22 minutes Perfect. or whatever. Yeah. So, but it, it's not even like I'm actually doing anything I'm yeah. just on the treadmill. I'm like counting down the minutes, but yeah. when you're outside, it's just like, it's just different, you know? Mm-hmm. So we might as well talk about it a little bit. So, uh, I know that 
you know, you've in the last year during like COVID, the we've you've had the weight gain that's happened and yeah. it kind of blew up a little on Instagram with uh somebody making a comment about it and then it kind of take off from there. Do you want to get into that at all? Yeah, we could talk about it a little bit. So um with my career, um being an IFBB pro, being on the Olympia stage twice, competing in over thirty five shows around the world. Um, that sounded really good. Yes, 35 did. shows around, around the, the world. world. <laughs> um, but really though, um, that's how I made my, you know, my name in the industry. And I have a lot of respect when it comes to the competitor, the yeah. competitive world of the IFBB. Um, so especially because you were natural. Yeah. I'm also a natural athlete, so I don't take anything like mm-hmm. fat burners, any type of steroid, nothing. I'm Clean. And they I'm test as you clean for that. as it gets. They don't test. Oh, they don't no. test for natural. But I have okay. been. I actually did compete last year um, in a natural federation, and I was tested. Mm. Um, I was actually on the cover of Ironman magazine last year, or okay. actually this year. So this year, Who knows? The beginning of this year. <laughs> Nobody knows anymore what day, what day it is, what year it is. <laughs> the Ironman magazine, um, they actually were taken, bought out by a natural federation, oh. and so to even be in the magazine at all, you have to be tested. So to get the photo shoot, yeah. you had to get drug tested to take get your photo Yeah, taken? exactly. Wow. Yeah. yeah. So they put me on the cover, which was pretty cool with, I think it was like three other girls. One is one of my good friends, Lauren Drain. Um, but besides that, um, people know me for being shredded all the time. Like that's just my image. Um, and, you know, being in the spotlight, like people don't understand how hard it is as far as like, you're just like judged for every single little thing like you can possibly imagine. And the messages that you get in DMs and the comments that you get, like everyone's always like, Oh, just be the bigger person. You're better than that. Don't listen to it. But at the end of the day, like it can really get to you, you know? Um, so I've definitely got like tougher skin throughout the years, but stuff like that still affects me. Um, and so, um, recently during quarantine I've probably never been over really like maybe a couple times but I don't know if I ever really shared that journey on my platforms um I've probably never been over really 115 pounds that's normally what my what my weight is um and for me if I'm not 107 pounds absolutely shredded to the t for stage weight that's not good enough for me. So at 115, I still struggled with my body, like, and accepting myself and feeling fat at 115. People, people don't like, they can't relate to that. Like from the outside looking in, cause they're like, what the heck you still have a six pack. Mm -hmm. But for me is like, but I'm not shredded. But everyone has their own version. It's the way you see yourself. Yeah, exactly. Um, and so as a competitor, you basically obsess over, you know, how you look every single day, like it's just next level. And I can do a podcast on that too, because mm-hmm. that's just next level. Um, but anyway, so during COVID, um, I was like looking for content to post and I said, you know what? Like I've been pretty transparent, like during my entire like fitness journey, I don't know how else to be. Some mm-hmm. people can literally be completely different than they are in real life. Um, but I've just always been myself. It doesn't Mm -hmm. matter what the number is, like how many people follow me or whatever. Um, so I was looking for content and then I was like, you know what? I'm just going to post how I look right now. I'm just going to post a physique update. When was that? Uh, that was was that like May? Maybe that was May. Okay. Yeah. May of this year. Yeah. And And that was one of the first times you said you've done it. Um, yeah, that like way. Like at that weight? Yeah, I yeah. was like 126 pounds. Okay. Like, 
I'm 120 right now, yeah. but like I was 126, and that was like I was like you felt like you were. I was like big, <laughs> yeah, like I like, looked big, like yeah. even my body was like it's 100 percent different. Like I had no six yeah. pack, like nothing. So when I posted that, I think it got like over like 4,000 comments, and people were just, "Oh my god, I've gained weight during quarantine too!" Yeah. Like, and I think it's because quarantine it kind of blew up a little bit more yeah. because. Everybody was going through that, but there was all the fitness influencers still showing how motivated you could be at home. I wasn't motivated. I was like, no, no. I guess I'm going to start drinking at 11 yeah, and like, watch Netflix. Like, I didn't know what to do, you know, yeah. because everything got taken from they call us. It airport time, right? You can drink at 9 a.m. Literally. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's exactly what it was. Um so long story short, uh, this other IFBB pro actually um, had said that um, I was obese. I was uh, sh- someone had asked her something in a story Q&A. She said I was obese. Um, I was like 30 to 35 percent body fat. I was at risk for heart disease, like all this stuff. And so many people were bothered by it that they sent it to me. And it didn't really bother me because I'm like, well, I am obese. Probably like that's how I feel. Like maybe maybe I am like that, you know, because I was feeling really bad about myself. Um, And then a few people caught word of it and they made some YouTubes on it. Some pretty big YouTubers. um, And then it kind of just became this big thing. Um, And people were not happy with this girl that posted that. Um, Obviously, you can't say stuff like that, (laughs) like clinically obese when you're not even a doctor. Um, And she is an IFBB pro and she does. She probably is stuck in that body image, that damaged body image of herself because I was there. Um, And so for her to sit there and say that, um, people were just really disturbed by it. And, um, mm-hmm. uh, she had to put her profile on, on private and stuff for like a couple weeks. Mm-hmm. Um, she did reach out to me actually, but I don't know. She was very hypocritical with the things she was, she was trying to justify why she, why she had said those things about me. It wasn't a, like a real, a genuine apology. Mm-hmm. Um, so I just didn't respond back. Um, yeah. I don't care to associate with people like that um so anyway yeah that's that (laughs) so that's I mean I feel like that is there's a lot there obviously to unpack in all of that but you know I think ultimately a lot of times uh you people don't realize that those every little comment that you say it's really easy just to kind of like come out there and say stuff but it's like you're you've kind of always been I like I am who I am. I'm right. going to show you everything about me. Yeah. You know, we all we all know that we Even like in hang relationships. Out with you. I'm yeah. an open book. Literally, <laughs> yeah. I wear my heart on my sleeve and I'm an open book. Yeah. And we all know even when we hang out with you it's like we're going to be on Jess's stories so like if we better make sure you like my girlfriend you, you don't know half the times when we go hang out she's like okay, I got to make sure I put something on cuz you know like I don't want <laughs> everybody to I always have it. the camera in everybody's face like what are you guys doing? <laughs> but I think that it really is one of those where it's probably that much harder sometimes when you're like, this is really me. So it's not like I'm presenting, you know, if you were making a fake version of yourself that you're putting up on social media and somebody's like, Oh, I hate this. You're like, well, that's not me. You know, like yeah. I'm, I'm presenting this version yeah. of me, but it's like, no, that's really you. And I think it does affect you. And I think it's, it's been really awesome to see the response to people as you've kind of gone through that journey. And, you know, and then on top of all of that, you the quarantine happens. Um, then you get into the, so you've gained some weight. You're like, okay, now I'm getting ready. I'm going to hit the gym hard. And yeah, then, literally. then you get into a car accident. I think like, I was in the gym for probably about like five days or something. Yeah, because like I was with gym. you. Yeah, I started, I you started training with <laughs> yeah. me. That's right. Okay. Yeah. And I, then all of a sudden I get hit 
And yeah. then I'm like out for two months. Yeah. Just like one one thing after the other. What is so. that mentally? How is that for the first couple of weeks? For what? After you got in the accident, you're like, <sighs> I just got into the like. I don't know. You just you, feel like it's never going to go away. Yeah. You just feel like you're crippled and like it because it's so crippling. Like yeah. you can't. I couldn't walk. I couldn't drive. I couldn't do anything. Yeah. I couldn't go shopping. I couldn't do anything. Um, and so it was depressing. Yeah. Yeah. Literally, like it was through. depressing. Like I had people checking on up on me, like, mm-hmm. "Hey, how are you doing today?" Because I was like, "Man, like this is this sucks." Don't want to get out of bed. Don't want to do anything. Nothing. Like, well, I couldn't yeah. get out and of bed. Really, yeah. I couldn't really get out of bed. <laughs> so you, the reason why you were in a car accident was because you were moving. Yeah. And the oh, reason- you're gonna go there. <laughs> <laughs> you told me I could talk about anything. Yeah, I wanted. yeah. So I, I give you the okay. I know. So the reason why uh, you were moving was because. Um, so I was living in Lincoln, California, and, um, I was actually engaged, um, to my ex now, and, um, I was moving out, and I was moving back to Modesto. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So you want to talk about, I know that there's been a lot of questions, so you are officially broken up. Yeah, officially broken up. Yeah. yeah. What's that been like, just kind of, you know, I mean, you you were in a relationship for three years? No, it was a year and a half. year and a half. Okay. Yeah. And uh, that's about my time frame is about a year. At least I can't get past a year and a half. (laughs) At least according to social media, right? (laughs) Yeah, exactly. Um, Um, So, so that's funny because social media is like, oh, another guy down. Like, you know, um, what do they do? They do like the um, who says and another one. Who's that? Cali DJ Cali. Oh yeah. Like people always (laughs) say that stuff. So in the nine years that I've had social media, I have, and even on my YouTube. Like for those of you that follow me on YouTube, you guys know that I share my life like about everything. So um, I've had four public relationships yeah. in the last nine years. Um, and I get, what do you call it, scrutinized or yeah. for that. People yeah. are just like, why can't you keep a man, blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, you know what? If you put your life out there on the spotlight, yeah. I'm sure you have dated more than four men yeah. or whatever slept with more than four men but people like to put me put me down for that for some reason like i'm i'm the type of person like i said like i i i love the idea of love and like i've always been in relationships because i don't know i just always been in relationships and yeah. so um the fact that i've had public relationships and i've decided that i'm going to show that side of my life because Normally when I'm with that person, I'm living with that person, or I'm always with them or I'm traveling. So I'm not going to just be like, hey, I'm in the Bahamas by myself. Like, you know what I'm saying? I like to share that side of my life. And that's what I was telling you that mm-hmm. people don't just follow me just for fitness. Like I actually share real life stuff and like all these things that happened to me. And I've been very open about it all. Um, so anyway, you know, my ex, Chris, he's a great guy and I wish him nothing but the best. Um, and we had a clean cut and we just realized, you know, that, uh, we're just not right for each other. Mm -hmm. Um, I think we had so much in common that, um, it almost wasn't good because I kind of lost myself in that. And I have, I tend to do that because I kind of just jump in deep from the beginning and I lose myself. So when I came back here, it was kind of like a gray area we were trying to see if we could work it out. We were actually like going to counseling, like on zoom. Um, but, um, I realized, you know, I'm happier 
having my friends again, being by my family. And I was two hours away, you know, in Lincoln, a one-way drive. So Mm -hmm. um, I decided, you know, that I'm going to put my feelings first and myself first this time. And I'm happier here. So um, that factor alone of him living, you know, so far away it's kind of it would kind of be like a long distance relationship that's mm-hmm. that's not what we wanted or that's not what he wanted um yeah. you know he's ready for kids and yeah. to get married and i'm just not there yet i'm mm-hmm. too focused i i thought i was there but i'm not i'm focused on my career i don't want to be running around this next year pregnant you know with kids like i just yeah. i'm just not there yet and although i'm 35 i feel like in today's society it's frowned upon like if you're not married or you don't have kids or you don't want to have kids but I think everybody you know should do what makes them happy and I think it is becoming more and more normalized especially with women being entrepreneurs now and not being your you know like old school like stay at home mom while the dad works it's more like women are out there working now and that's um that's just where I'm at in my life you know so so you feel like overall you know being being single, like the breakup kind of, it, it was amicable for the most part. Yeah. Right. And, Mm -hmm. um, and then it was also one of those things where you kind of realize in yourself, like it sounds, it sounds like you've grown a lot, even through this, where you've kind of understood Mm -hmm. yourself a little bit more. Yeah. You've understood kind of who you are and what you need and, and even being able to admit that like, Hey, you know what? Maybe I thought I was this way, but actually when I get into it, I'm like, no, I'm actually I'm actually here where I am. And that's hard for people to be honest about that stuff. Yeah. So like where I'm at in my life right now, I was like, I'm putting myself first for the first time. And there's no real book that you can read that's going to teach you that. You know, people are What's always specific like, to you. Yeah. Because yeah. everybody's different. And everybody handles emotions and breakups differently. Just people handle life and differently. Everybody's yeah. different. Um, so, um, where I'm at in my life right now is I'm putting myself first for the first time and it feels really good to do things that make me genuinely happy. Mm -hmm. And what I realized is when I became, when I got sponsored with shreds, you know, I went from making 1500 a month to 15,000 a month and then even more, you know, for talking numbers. And for me, I used to work three jobs, seven days a week from dark to dark, starting at 3 a.m., ending at 10 p.m. Um, and I was probably making 40000 even with <laughs> working that hard. So for yeah. me to get sponsored with Shreds and then be able to afford all these things that I always wanted as a kid because we didn't grow up with money. I don't like to say, like, I, don't, I didn't grow up with anything because mm-hmm. we did have a family, and even though it was kind of a hard upbringing, um, there was a lot of love there, yeah. you know, and I had a lot of siblings and I had a lot of cousins and we had a big family, but I'm going off on a tangent right now. No, you're, you're, <laughs> you're talking about, cause I think this is where I was, I was actually wanting to, to work towards where you have, um, you have come from a lot. And I think that at what, what I've noticed from you at least is I've seen how, um, you've taken every situation and you have, actually learn something from it and try to grow from that. Right. And so I think that you've, you've it might've taken spot. me about 10 times, yeah. but, but I still, but I did yeah. learn something from it. Yeah. Not the first time or the second. Yeah. <laughs> seventh. Yeah. But you know, seventh, yeah, exactly. <laughs> so I think like that is one of those things though, with, with relationships where you do have to be, it's really easy to get stuck and uh, stick in that relationship for another five years. You know, instead of being able, you know, and then all of a sudden you realize I actually was at a different place in my life Mm -hmm. five years before, but now I'm six and a half years Mm -hmm. into this relationship and now I'm married and I have two kids and, and all that. And it's, 
I'm not a, I'm not the person I want to be anymore. And yeah. it's easy to see yourself change from, mm-hmm. from maybe what you wanted to be growing up and what you saw yourself. And then all of a sudden you look back and like, how did I get so far off? Yeah. How did I get so far away from where, from where I was? And, and I think that, um, looking at the, the breakup and being able to see it, it definitely seems like you're at a place where you have been able to kind of find yourself and hone in on exactly like Mm -hmm. what your drive is. Like, you know, at least for the next year, like, Hey, I know exactly the things that I have to do and I, where I have to go from that. And I think that that's, that's a great, that's got to feel really great to like to go in at peace and you're you know just emotionally it's like a calming sense when you go okay you know what I ended something that while I did I did there were some great parts to it ultimately it wasn't me and I was losing myself yeah and it's easy to to all of a sudden go I don't I'm five years down the road and I'm completely lost yeah you know so where I was going with that was I'll get back to that in a second but I was saying that I reached a a point of success to where I was making enough money to buy whatever I wanted. Mm-hmm. I was living in a high rise in OC. I bought myself a Range Rover. I always had the crustiest broken down cars. Like I'm talking about like when Jamie, one of my friends comes on here, she'll talk about my BMW. Cause that's her favorite story about me. When she knew <laughs> I, when she knew me, when I drove this 85 BMW that I spent like $1,600 on. Um, but I, you know, I moved to OC. I was living the LA life. I bought my Range Rover, then I bought a Maserati, you know, and I could travel anywhere in the world. Um, And it was like, almost like I was in search for something, Mm -hmm. like finding myself or happiness, right? But how do you actually find yourself or find happiness? So it wasn't until I came back here recently, just living in NorCal, being by my family, but then actually living right by my family, like all of my family probably lives within 30 to 45 minutes from here. And I have a lot of family. Um, so really genuinely realizing like, wow, just going to my mom's and having dinner makes me feel so fulfilled. Mm-hmm. You know, living with one of my best friends now, Victoria, my plan is to buy a house in February, um, which is like in the next few months. But I'm living with her right now. Like having friends again makes me so fulfilled just being able to go to dinner with a friend or have a good conversation. That kind of stuff makes me feel so fulfilled. And it was the craziest thing because when I was making the most money, I was the loneliest Mm. literally in my high rise in OC. I was the loneliest. I had no real friends there. I had no family. Um, so now to come back here and, um, just kind of like, want to live more simple. Um, I don't know. It's put a lot into perspective for me. Like well, for and sure. I think that has that like been something where you've realized like, Hey, a lot of the things that I thought I needed in a relationship, you know, now you're kind of understanding. Yeah. I don't. It's a trip. I'm like, I don't even need a guy. Like <laughs> my friends are like amazing. Like I could just call any one of you guys and you guys are yeah. all like, how can we help? What can we do? Yeah. Um, and I never, I realized that I've always had these great friends, <clears throat> but I've never nourished those relationships mm. because it is the hardest thing for me is to ask somebody for something. I'm getting better at it. Um, yeah, but <laughs> <laughs> Danny brings me Starbucks often. <laughs> um, but I didn't realize how hard it was for me to ask for something very simple, like, hey, can you come over here tonight, watch a movie with me because I'm feeling yeah. lonely? Like, for me, like, that, I didn't even know what that was. Like, yeah. I didn't know I had support like that. And so that's why, I, that's why I feel like I've always looked for a relationship, like, because that was always, like, my comfort 
that was I was always used to somebody being right there. But then now nourishing my friendships, I still have people right there for me. Um, and it's literally like, what do you what do you say when you come to like a yeah, like an enlightenment? An enlightenment, yeah. <laughs> yeah. And I'm like, whoa, I don't need a guy. Like yeah. I can just do this by myself and have great friends and family. Yeah. And you know, not settle for anything. Yeah. You know, not saying that my any of my ex boyfriends were like settling, but like you know, actually truly, you know, finding happiness within that relationship and not settling for not being happy. Yeah. And you ultimately, know? that's your responsibility. That, yeah, that's that's everybody's responsibility, <laughs> yeah. for real. It's like, you, and a lot of times I think we put it on the relationship of like, oh, you're supposed to make me happy. And it's like, no, yeah, no, 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 ultimately, I'm supposed to be a happy person. Yeah. And then I get into a happy relationship because there's two happy people that right. are fulfilled and they know who they are and what they want and what they need. And that's where a happy relationship comes from. You know, you're not yeah. going to find, you may extend your happiness and grow your your happiness and joy in your life that mm-hmm. you have in within that relationship. But ultimately, you're not going to find that in one person. We're not yeah. supposed to only have one person in our life. Yeah. Like we're supposed to have a community. But that's that's what people that's what yeah. I did. That that's what I'm saying. Like I've learned so much in this last relationship mm-hmm. and moving back home basically because I'm just like, wow, I like I need my friends. Mm-hmm. I need girl time. Like I mm-hmm. didn't have that because I was so far away from everybody, you know? Yeah. Um, but yeah, that's why I'm like, I'll be people are like, How are you getting through your breakup? And I'm like, super busy with work. Thank God that that's, you know, what I can keep focus on and then also just my friends and my family like every day I'm I see somebody you know my Mm -hmm. mom my brother you and Amy like Jamie like I work out with my girlfriends now like it's really cool so that's awesome well I know that we've got you know plans to I I, like ideally our goal is to be able to put this out once a week and everything and so Mm -hmm. it's really easy to be able to kind of try to talk about everything all at once but I kind of did though I know we did but I think there's a lot that we still have to get into and we can kind of deep dive so the goal for this is basically we're you know we can talk about anything and everything you know there there's gonna be times you know where we'll bring on different people onto the podcast I know I would love to do like an origins podcast which is kind of going through your life of just you know growing up and what was that like and you know just really getting kind of into the deep deep dive of your life I think that it's hard with you know Instagram or YouTube where this this is supposed to be kind of a long form conversation, yeah. you know, where we're just hanging out, we're drinking beer. You haven't drank mm. as much as uh, me. I know. Take a drink. I, I'm you know? nervous. I yeah. feel like it's gonna like sound weird. <laughs> it's gonna sound better. I'll I'll, I'll mute it. <laughs> I'm not muting. I feel that. like it's gonna sound like that. That's <laughs> like an ASMR. <laughs> ASMR videos will be an ASMR podcast from now on. Uh, but, you know, we, it really doesn't have to, anything's on the table as you could. That's annoying. Yeah. I'm going to mute that during that part. Don't worry. Um, but, you know, we're, we're going to be able to really kind of do whatever we want. Yeah. And, I'm excited about it. And that's what's cool. We'll, uh, you know, we can, this is the good thing is this is a rig that, we can take kind of anywhere, and um, ultimately, I'm trying to steal on the, the road. deal to We're travel. Gonna go on, uh, yeah, I'm gonna, I just want to travel with you, I'm so I'm just gonna. A, <laughs> I'm just. That's why I'm like. I'm gonna buy one of those big camper RV things, yeah, and we're just gonna travel. Van, a sprinter van. <clears throat> Don't tempt me. Okay, well, like we might. But Jess, thanks so much for letting me help start all this. I think um, we're going to get all this uploaded. So hopefully this will be uploaded later this week and we'll be able to um, launch it, you know, maybe right around. That is far. Yeah. I would, I would, acceptable is tomorrow. Well, we got, you know, Thanksgiving this week. What do you do Uh, for Thanksgiving? Um, a lot. So I'm doing Wednesday at Cam's, Friendsgiving, Mm -hmm. Thursday at my brother's, Thursday night at my mom's, Friday here at Vic's, Friendsgiving, Saturday with about 50 of my crazy Mexican family members. Uh Uh-oh. 
like crazy. Are you going to get COVID rapid test after that? Mm-hmm. I, I was thinking that. I was like, for sure, I'm going to get COVID. Yeah. Um, but no, I mean, it's just all like close family yeah. that all live in like the and same And you haven't area. had COVID yet, have you? I have not, but I've gotten uh, tested twice. Okay. Yeah. 20 minute rapid testing. So nice. I came in direct contact with somebody that actually had it. Yeah. Um, and then I had to attend a funeral, which was interesting the way it was set up, but it was only for like one hour, but I still had to get tested yeah. for that too. Wow. I know I'm going to get tested for uh, holidays to go see family just to make sure like I'm good yeah. before I go, mm-hmm. you know, especially with my kids and everything like that. Yeah. But so cool. Well, thank you so much. Well, well uh, thanks for having me absolutely. on this Thanks podcast. for having me on my own podcast. <laughs> Danny's dream is to have a podcast so I that know. he could come on and host. This is awesome. Yeah, exactly. I'm yeah. excited. So, so if you guys like Danny, yeah. is there a comment section? Uh, you can comment <laughs> on that. You know, you can uh, give it a follow, right? So you could follow it. I don't know you how can, podcasts work, yeah. but I actually am already hooked. Yeah, you can, yes, yeah there, there are it. comments. Like, comment, and subscribe to Apple, Spotify. Apple is where you really like, comment, and subscribe. Uh, you can find Jessica on YouTube. Your YouTube handle is Jessica Revelo. Jessica Revelo, maybe. Yeah, Not sure. Okay. <laughs> you can find yourself on Instagram, which is. Well, how would we chop this up on YouTube though? Like, we couldn't. It's too long. Why? You can have like an hour and a half. You, you can. can put, you can put like full movies on here. Really? Haven't you ever watched a movie on YouTube? Like, yes. No, but I, I have don't know. never. I have never. I've done only that. done like a twenty to thirty minute like. Video, uh, the longest probably. Yeah, these are long form ones. Okay. You know? People yeah, can I like it. it out. Yeah, you can find her on uh, Instagram, Jessica Ar. <laughs> Why am I oh, messing yeah? it up? Oh yeah, Arivalo. Arivalo, Jessica Arivalo underscore. And uh, if you want to follow me on Instagram, Danny McPhail. But we'll put all that stuff inside the show notes. So, um, all right. Anything else? No, that's it. Cool. Thanks for listening, you guys. I'm yeah. excited to share more. I like the direct like. You can just talk about whatever. You know what I'm saying? Because YouTube, I feel like you can only make like a 20-minute video or something. Yeah. But this is more just like you could literally talk podcasts like day-to-day thoughts. (laughs) All right, cool. Talk soon. Bye. Bye.